0: Hi everyone, welcome to our second episode of Finding Peace in Parenting. Today we're going to be talking about tricky friendships. What is the importance of friendship for our children,
1: Rani? Friendship is important for our children because it is a way to experiment with different values, roles, and ideas. And friendship do have a great influence on children, on their attitudes and interests. So children with good friends usually have higher self-esteem because the friendship can help their personal growth. And the friends will influence their social and emotional skills, which are significant, Tracy, and informing who they are. A question that was sent to our email from one of the parents And I think it's interesting for us to explore this. How involved should we be in our children's friendship? Us as parents do need to be responsive and involved with our children to help guide them to make the best choices regarding their friendship. And this can be explored in some ways like, you know, having your house that friends feel comfortable coming over to. Having like the hangout house is one of the best ways to stay connected with your child and their friends and meet the parents too, Tracy. Mm. It's important to get to know your children's friends, talk to your children about their friends, but without judging and trying to problem solve. Using open-ended questions, casually and friendly, like, what do you like the best about Henry. And I love it how you
0: spoke about the halfway house. It's that's important to me, and I know for many other women that I know, just having a safe place for kids to come and you know rather than hang out in a park or a shopping center, having a place to go and hang out and be themselves.
1: Yes, that will give them a place that they feel safe and mm. comfortable to explore the friendship better and further. We have a question from Singapore. Thank you for sending to us. Hi Rani and Frisian. As parents, should we try and influence the friendships our children make? I think it's only natural to try and push our children to be friends with those that we think will be a positive influence. But how to do this while maintaining balance and not being too controlling? What is your input in this?
0: That's a great question. It's a complex question as well. I think, you know, choosing our children's friends can uh, result
1: in a not very happy ending. Um, (laughs) Yeah, very tricky. We do have enormous influence and although we can't control our children's choices, but it is still our responsibility to give guidance and supervision. I agree. It is important, right, to talk to them about good choices and your family values.
0: But then I guess if if it's not a natural flow for the child to connect with this child that you want to introduce them to, it could be disastrous.
1: It can backfire. <laughs> <laughs> there are several parenting factors that are linked to the children's social skill and positive friendships. The we talked about it before, authoritative parenting mm-hmm. style. So children whose parents are warm, communicate clearly and monitor their activities are more likely to have positive friendships compared mm-hmm. with children whose parents use excessive control. Be responsive and involved, communicate clearly and be flexible mm-hmm. when required. It's, it's good to have firm household rules, but explain the reasons why.
0: And I like it how you said being flexible and communicating. They're key to good yes, parenting.
1: Yeah. absolutely. And modeling, Tracy, and mm. parents who have high-quality friendships and healthy marriages tend to have children who have high-quality friendships. Mm. And we need to also be good in our role coaching our children. We should talk to our children about how to repair relationships during conflicts rather than just starting rules, and monitoring friendships and supervision so we can know our children's friends, get to know their parents, and help the child recognize bad behavior in in their friends. And what we don't want to be is like uninvolved or over-controlling parents because it will add to antisocial behavior and unhealthy friendships, like pressuring them about friends or constantly discuss the situation it's about finding balance
0: and i think this is especially true as they get older into teenage years as well you can't the pushback is real and you can't step in and control and dictate and dominate all those things just work against you in the long run it will backfire yeah. and it
1: will create chaotic even at home and it will drive your children further away yeah. from from you
0: so how should we talk about friendships with our children
1: First and foremost, it's important to let them know that making friends is a skill that can be learned through some practice and guidance. They need to understand that everyone is allowed to have many friends and many types of friends. And it's important to talk about value of honesty, Mm. Tracy. And we need to encourage our children to make friends with people they can trust and be honest with. Because good friends will allow you to be yourself. Tell the truth and listen mm. without judgment and won't pressure you or blame you or make you feel anxious.
0: Mm. And for your child to understand that to have good friends, you must be a good friend and have conversations about what that looks like.
1: Yeah, and that's why highlighting good qualities in their friends is necessary. Mm. Tell them why you admire this kind of behavior and talk about qualities that build good, strong friendships. Mm. Like to me, good, strong friendship is like listening and being understanding, Mm. trusting, supporting and being respectful to one another. And fun. Don't forget fun, right? Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) Oh, that one is important. We also can encourage our children to think about the qualities that are important to them from their point of view in a relationship. Because at the end of the day, we learn, we know, friendship are more likely to last when we have similar values and priorities.
0: Absolutely. And when you don't, I guess that's when it becomes the learning game, don't you think? If you're yeah. going off track from your values, there will be some takeaways with that.
1: Yeah, like it or not, friends influence each other in attitudes and interests, Yes, both in positive and in a negative way. So discuss this as well about Peer pressure yeah. with our children, especially the teenage children. Who you choose to be your friends is so important. It is essential that we choose wisely and that you benefit mm. from the friendship. And it's interesting if you look at it from
0: an introverted perspective. And an extroverted perspective, you know, when you're introverted, you tend to seek extroverted friends, mm-hmm. people that are different to you. That, seek for the opposite. Yes. Yeah. So, they complement
1: each other. That's
0: right. They yeah. complement each other. Although they might not have similar values,
1: there's something to learn from that experience. Yes. Most important thing, it really can take time to make good friends. Mm. You get out what you put into it. Remind them that, Not every acquaintance will become best friends forever, BFF. Mm. You don't need to latch on to the first person who shows you meaningful attention. And it's okay for friends to outgrow each other. People change. Absolutely. Does that apply with marriage as well? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I think marriage is a lifetime contract. (laughs) That's a whole new podcast. (laughs) That's a different (laughs) podcast. (laughs) And we can use our own positive experience of friendships, be open about your own friendship and setting them example by letting them see how we are with our own friends. Mm. Friendship is a two-way street for me, Tracy, and that requires some effort and nurturing ways we have supported each other. We can include our children in some activities Mm. that involve our good friends. That's a very good idea.
0: I think it's important to, like you said, talk to your kids about your own friendships. You know the trials and errors along the way of your mm, own mm. development, growing up, and even as an adult, it's
1: still we can still have some challenging friends, right? Yeah, like instilling the value, but without telling them what to do by uh, telling them an example that we experience in our life. That always works with children and husband. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, some
1: husbands. <laughs> Tracy Ann, what if I don't like my child's friends? Hmm. Should we ban our children from seeing a friend? Oh, oh,
0: ban, that's a strong word. And this is a very (laughs) tricky topic for most parents, I'm sure. But I think it entirely comes down to circumstances. Like if your child is suffering over and over again, then perhaps stepping in to help them find the tools they need to navigate would be helpful. And I guess also understanding both sides – Is our child contributing to any kind of negative behaviour? Jumping to conclusions can have a negative impact and effect on our child and their friendships. Essentially, your child has chosen this friend. Perhaps there is something in here to learn for them.
1: Mm. Yes. It's our right as a parent to try and protect our children Mm. if we think there is a real risk, right? I like what you say and I completely agree with it that we have to be aware of our opinions on this. Because if we don't like their friends and we believe our reasons are valid, we have to be thoughtful of how we can bring it up. Hmm. Some children, they don't want to talk about uh, or think badly about their friends. They don't want to talk badly about their friends, even being shut down, left out or gang up on And a lot of them put up with this sort of bad behavior Mm. because of several reasons, I think, because they want to avoid being alone, because if they will be excluded from the group, they need and have that desire to be accepted within. So they don't want to be left out. And some of them believe that talking about it is painful and won't change anything. But I also think
0: it's an important part of their growth and development as little people to grow into teenagers into adults it's it's trusting themselves to navigate their way and I think without all those sort of little painful experiences that they suffer through school you know they're not they're not going to grow yeah and you know so having it it builds resilience in the end
1: yeah so from our side banning something makes it more attractive and a lot of parents probably think that it's the easiest way Mm -hmm. to deal with it but definitely will backfire if the approach is too heavy-handed so if you control your children too heavily and take away their decision making and choices they can rebel yeah so it's best to guide them to make the best decisions for themselves and teach them there are consequences
0: absolutely and I think when we spoke about Depends on the circumstances. I mean, if the child is, you know, smoking drugs behind the back shed Mm. at school, (laughs) it might be time to intervene. Yeah. (laughs) Your child's best friend. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, there's so many different scenarios. So it's just knowing and trusting your child, right? Yeah.
1: Communication Mm. is key. Yeah. Right. And explain what behaviours are of concern, uh, what behaviours do not match with your family's values. Mm. And If we don't feel comfortable with unsupervised visits at their friend's house, Mm. have supervised visits at our house instead. Yes. So set boundaries for your children and their friends.
0: Your house, your rules. Okay, I've got a great question. What about if we don't like or trust the child's parents? Oh, dear. What if they have different values or or expectations with their children? <laughs> Them,
1: Rani. <laughs> I'm sure this sort of questions all the parents. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. We, yeah. Well, what's okay in one family might not be okay in another. So I think we need to talk to our children early and um, often about our family values, like using social media safely, w- watching mature movies and... Things like that. So they need to get that strong foundation uh, first. Just stick to your guns. Yeah. Explain your rules and reason with empathy and um, talk to your child the most. This is very important about what to do if they find themselves in an uncomfortable or unsafe situation. So it's okay to leave your friend's house at any time. It's like have a code word. Yeah, like.
0: Abort, abort. (laughs) (laughs)
1: SOS (laughs) or I'm not feeling good. I need to go home. Yeah. You know, and
0: this brings me to the topic of, you know, drinking. And I think, you know, when we have primary age children and then we have children going into the the teenage Mm, years mm. and I find that everything changes quite quickly. So you think that you've all got the same values and then it it, it becomes vastly different Mm. in years sort of eight and nine and, and so on. And some parents are okay with their children drinking alcohol and some Below parents the not. age limit, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So I guess in those situations, you can't always be there, mm. you know, telling your child what to do. But I think if you set your family values in place yeah. and your expectations yeah. of what we do and what we don't do, as long as your child is armed with that, then you hope, you know, that that pays off. But I... I don't think you can ban your child from going there. No. What do at, you think?
1: At the end of the day, Tracy, and it will all come back to our children, mm-hmm. how they navigate the temptation, mm. how they will be able to explain what values. There's always going to be temptations. Mm, for sure. Mm-hmm. We can't ban, we can't protect them all no. the time. That's not growing.
0: It's like all the hard work and all the parenting we've done up until that point. You yeah. sort of close your eyes
1: and cross your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And buckle yourself in. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. But stick to your guns. Yes. I have a question actually from uh, one parent asking, what if my child has trouble making friends? Hmm. I
0: think it's important, you know, before we jump to conclusions, we need to ask, is my child happy? Perhaps they prefer to hang out with their family more than their friends at school. Some children generally prefer to play alone, so they seek solitude. If it really bothers us, for example, if we are social and our children are not, it just raises a big question of what's going on here for us. Is this about my child or is it about me? About ourselves,
1: yeah. But, you know, having trouble making friends is so common. You know, it just don't make it into problem. Some children just need time to observe first and it's mm. okay because it is actually an indication of self-respect. Problems in making friends could be poor social skills, shyness, or having unique interests. Mm. I think role play with your child on how to approach another child, to engage oh, with yeah, them. I love that. Yeah, it could be yeah. a good idea. Or organize play dates where you can help guide them on how to interact with others and i
0: think it's essential to do it one-on-one if your child's a bit of a loner or doesn't like to make friends or can't make friends easily yeah rather than bombarding them with you know right i've organized 10 kids to come over and play i mean that could be their worst nightmare i think it's sort of respecting and understand you know how they roll and to have one friend over at a time
1: yes and Encourage new interests, Tracy, and so mm. they can have uh, interests that they can share with their friends. Yeah. Group activities like sport are great as they offer structured interaction. Yeah, this is true.
0: How do we tackle friendship fights?
1: Falling out with friends or being isolated from a friendship group is common and will often pass. So we need to help them to understand that conflict is a natural part of relationship. Not every argument means that that's the end of the friendship. So, help our children to know when to take a break from argument to cool off and how to deal with conflict fairly, like forgiving and apologizing.
0: And respecting each other's point of view, yeah, right? Just because yeah. you have different opinions, it doesn't mean you can't be friends anymore.
1: Yes. So, it's important, Tracy, and for us to model how to resolve conflict peacefully. And provide tips for conflict resolution, like calm down when I have a conflict resolution with Colin. So calm down. (laughs) You calm down, I wind up. (laughs) (laughs) Take a few deep breaths or walk away or talk to a grown-up until you can think clearly. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you were still talking about your husband. Then
1: <laughs> go talk to a
0: grown-up because they're acting like a child.
1: Sorry, <laughs> um, using respectful language. Yes, yes. And that's what we actually even need to learn as an adult here. That when we are angry, it's okay to be angry. But we just need to use a respectful and clear language. Like I feel upset. Yes, because. Yes So and so right? Yes
0: Not you have done this You have done that Or how dare you Yes Or yes. how could you Right Yes Defense mechanisms Come up straight away Yeah
1: Encourage them as well To listen to other person's perspective And make amends If necessary mm. Again I like role play. role-play different situations yes. so they have tools to stand up for themselves.
0: Mm. And I think listening, again, from a non-judgmental point of view, allow your child to offload without trying to find a solution. Empathise with your child on how they're feeling. Just talk openly and share similar stories with them about your childhood Help them brainstorm ideas so that they come up with a solution, not
1: us. Do yeah, you think? Absolutely, um, Tracy. And it is also though important to set clear rules for negative behavior, such as like physical harm or uh, name calling or yelling. Yes. Right? Um, if your friend seems to have frequent fights with a specific friend, try to find out why. Uh, try structuring activities so they are not bored or limit time together boredom and too much time spent together also can lead to conflict so true but also
0: an important note for parents you know if we are hell-bent on fixing the problem or solution or we are getting wound up by whatever's gone on with our children's Mm. friendships it's really important to ask ourselves what's going on here for me How has this played out in my life? You know, just get in underneath your own feelings and understand that our reaction, we could be getting triggered from previous events ourselves.
1: Yeah. And don't be defensive because there could be something that your child needs to work on itself. Like what do they need to work on or do differently? Yeah. I see groups of children in two or four work best. Conflict usually happen with children in groups of three. Oh, yeah, three a group. higher risk <laughs> <laughs> because one child would often feel left out. Always. Yeah. And then the
0: dominant one is always sort of playing. The dominant one never gets left out, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Just make sure that the children also have wider social network. Mm. And when they don't get along with some specific friend – Ignoring or avoiding negative friends does not mean intentionally leaving or blocking them out or insulting them or spreading rumors about them. So they need to know how to deal with it positively.
0: I agree. And in fact, that just made me think of something from a personal perspective Mm. after chatting with my daughter. I think having boys, I don't think I've ever encountered an eye roll. But with a girl, (laughs) (laughs) really, they all do it so well. Uh, I mean, it's and it's a real thing. Yeah. So I've been asking questions like, does that eye roll really work for you? Yeah. Like what, what's what the impact say? of the eye roll? And she's <laughs> like, well, I don't know. Everyone does it. And I'm like, yeah, but is it effective? How do you feel when someone does the eye roll to you? Yeah. Does it work?
1: What did she and I'm say? really
0: interested. Does it work? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, don't <laughs> she, tell me that you never do eye roll to I, I your husband. I no, I just do a death stare. <laughs> 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 yeah, so a lot of different ways that we can explore What about with young children, Tracy-Ann? What do you think about reading stories about friendship and social skills? I think that can be useful to explain to young children Mm. about uh, social interactions, right?
0: I think it's a perfect example. And there are so many resources out there Mm -hmm. like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So no excuse for us parents not to learn and not to be better. role modeling. Absolutely. And lots of resources nowadays. Yeah. Tracy-Ann, there are two different aspects that we can explore to strengthen the friendship skill in our children, confidence and the importance of outside activities. Mm. Let's face
0: it, I think if we're having a crap day at work or at home, we need an outlet, even Mm -hmm. as parents, right? So outside connections to our everyday world is vital, especially for our kids. So when schools struggle and friendships get tricky, it's important for our kids to have a friendship fallback through sport, clubs, hobbies, or other family connections.
1: Yeah, it's important for their confidence and helps develop a better sense mm. of uh, themselves. Because uh, if children value themselves, they are more likely to value their friendships mm. and not be as involved in constant drama, right? Having these um, outside activities. It takes time to make a good friend. So children often make good friends in outside activities yeah. like camp or like what yeah. you said, sports and other extracurricular activities,
0: and it gives them something to look forward to outside mm. of school, right? You know, yes. I, I think school is they spend so much time there, and it's just so insular, spending day in day out with the same children all the time. So yeah. they have that outside, you know, resource. It's really important. Give them space to breathe as yes. well,
1: and looking at things from different perspective. Yeah. 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 So if we can give advice for parents, what do you think we should give advice?
0: Look, from experience and from different parenting books I've read, I think it's really important to stop the judgment and opinions. Let's just say they have a tricky friend and this friend is dominant and controlling. And then we step in and shut it down. Then we're basically sending a message that we're not allowing our child to trust themselves how is our child ever going to know that they can handle this child? Personality types like that are all through school, then university, then the workforce. The skills we need later on in life are either developed or underdeveloped
1: from our childhood. Yeah. And if I can add add some as well, um, it's important the child comes up with the solution because ownership is important. Yeah. Share an experience we went through with social difficulties at the same age because it is us letting them know that they are not alone Mm. in feeling this way and young friendships can be on and off again Mm. so we cannot make negative comments about specific friends as their friendship could be back on a week later (laughs) they might not come to you next time Uh, there is an issue as they now know you don't like that friend yes yes the questions from us parents is always wanting to know about how to support our children in the right way. And we need to make sure that our children feel connected with us and other adults in their life. When they have solid, healthy relationships in their life that they can count on unconditionally, it becomes much easier to endure the roller coaster of friendship. So true. I think mentors,
0: like you said, is just so important at different developmental stages throughout their life, Mm -hmm. someone to look up, you know, an outside influence other than their parents. Yeah. And I'm a big believer that it, it takes a village to raise a child. So having, you know, positive people in their world other than their immediate family... It is just so important to their growth and development.
1: Did you have a mentor growing up, Rani? I have a lot. I've been uh, lucky to have always been surrounded by a lot of mentors, Mm. my aunts, and then also during... Like now, my friendship, my my yeah. friends who I consider as role models, yes, yeah. as, as mentors, so important. It keeps me grounded and mm. stable. Yeah. I have to say, uh, give me a place and platform to go to, ask yeah. for advice. Well, when outside you feel my supported parents. and nurtured, you can do anything, right? It is my strong support system. It helps me uh, becoming who I am mm. with with this strength, basically. Yeah. So, talk about the influence of peer pressure. This is very important.
0: Yes. So it's not a new thing, nor is it a bad thing. Responding to peer pressure is part of human nature. However, generally, people who are low in confidence give way to peer pressure. This is true,
1: don't you think? Yeah. And we will link uh, to the study in our show notes. Uh, But when teens were told they were being watched by other teenagers, they were more likely gamble Mm. Uh, or make other risky choices like drinking, smoking, or use illegal drugs. And their brain showed significantly higher responses to potential rewards. Yeah, Adults, by contrast, this is so interesting, showed no change when they were told that they were being watched. Mm, That's interesting.
0: But I, I don't think, you know, succumbing to peer pressure, it doesn't make us weak or easily led astray. It just depends on what's going on in that moment, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that uh, desire on uh, being accepted. Mm. This is exactly why setting the strong foundation at home—a place that they can go to for unconditional mm. love—is important, so they don't need to seek that attention, yeah, and love and acceptance outside.
0: Well, essentially, it's building their confidence. Yes. So I think if you if you have a child that is lacking in confidence, it's important to build it up. Right.
1: Build solid foundation of personality yeah. in the children itself. So thank you everyone for listening to our second episode of Finding Peace in Parenting. And if you would like to get in touch with a question, send us a voice memo to hello at findingpeaceinparenting.com.